morning, Kenny. Yo, what's up? Not a whole lot. No. It's uh, 7.30 on Wednesday, February 10th. Uh, you know what? I, we only have we only have about 19 more days of that. Yeah. I think I think there's just a ton of R's in February. Yes, like, there are. Fer, Frerberry. Blueberry. Is there is there a February? I feel like that would grow up in the uh, Washington area somewhere. Hey, how are you doing this morning? I'm I'm fine, Kyle. I, I'm waiting for your answer. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm a little tired. <laughs> Why are you tired, Kyle? I uh, I went to a show last night. A, a show. A show. You and... watched you watched a moving picture. I did not watch a moving picture, Kenny. No, what what accent is that? I'm not sure. What <laughs> which one are you giving me? The the uh, the Atlantic, the Pacific. Yes, Kyle. The Earth. The Earth. Uh, it's on fire. Yeah, just a little, little, little tired this morning. Uh, I went out to see Hiatus Coyote last night. What's that? uh, It is a a dog. No. But it hasn't been domesticated yet. (laughs) And it's just taking a break. Okay, come on. It's a band from, uh, I believe, Australia. Oh, cool. And, uh, well, been listening to them for a while. And you actually told me about them. Once and I basically just uh, hipstered you to death and said, "No, no, Kenny, I've already heard of that before." <laughs> yeah, I heard of them before they were cool. That's right. That's right. All right, traipsing the band camp and you know finding these these uh, bands that nobody's heard of, nobody knows, nobody cares, mostly. True, but you were tired. That's true, Kenny. The lead story today, though. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. Okay. So it, it appears that over the weekend, I mean, we covered this on Monday, over the weekend, people were uh, up in arms about Twitter and their, quote, algorithm that was going to change timelines. And it's starting to, it was going to start putting uh, older tweets above newer tweets and then just kind of messing with the times and people freaked out, right? Yes, indeed, they well, did. Well, I guess we missed the whole part where they... Didn't really deny it. I mean, we kind of covered that a little bit. We, we, we well, suspected they, ourselves that they right. weren't they weren't denying it. They were just they were saying, "Oh no, it's not it's not happening this week." I think that's absolutely horrible. I don't shame on whoever put that out. Shame, indeed, shame indeed, Kyle. Because guess what? After years of debate and months of user testing. Twitter is rolling out a new version of its timeline this morning that ranks tweets by quality in addition to timeliness. Okay. This now, the biggest stipulation about this is that it is opt-in. It's an opt-in feature. You do not have to apply it to your timeline, and I don't think it's going to opt-in automatically or by default. Then it's not a feature. I think, yeah, well, right now, I think if they find out that their numbers are going upwards of people saying, oh, no, I like the while you were away feature. Yeah, I I don't know about this. Oh, no. That's about right. Oh, no. This is, uh, well, it one, sad that it's the top news of the day right now. I, I made it the top news of the day because they announced it about. 45 minutes ago. Sure. So it's burning. Burning hot news. Right. This 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 will blow up today. I'm yeah, sure. I am probably or, sure it will. I mean, that's our bet. Well, if it doesn't blow up today, then today's episode is, is sorely mistaken. We'll just get rid of it. Plump. Something that happened uh, yesterday, a platform that I had been, quote unquote, beta testing, but felt bad because I wasn't really able to uh, beta test it further when they first were uh, adding beta testers was anchor.fm have did you see that come around uh, yesterday I saw, I saw a few a few little tidbits of it, it. it's kind of like uh, twitter but with sound clips so you've got a feed of things coming at you that are only audio you can like it reply with your own audio 
It's a pretty neat platform. Not too okay. many people are on it. But I was trying that out yesterday, and that was that was pretty interesting, um, fun, even. D- does the uh, do the sound clips come in order of when they were posted, or are they all mixed up? They're chronological. Okay, because that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, and I guess what's neat about it is that you can start a stream of just replies to the main post, or you can just start your stream from the home screen. Uh, throw in some earbuds and then throw your phone in your pocket and it'll just play through everything. So it's kind of, it's one of those passive consumption things that that's why I like podcasting because I can just sit back and do nothing other than right now, which that's probably what you were doing listener, which <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm envious really. Like I, I want that. Kyle wants to listen to his own voice. I did. Voice uh, and my voice breaks. <laughs> Today, today, Kenny. Let's look at today's headlines. These are today's headlines. I was thinking that uh, you just didn't have anything more to say about that. We could just move on. How do you? I have nothing else to say about that. Nothing to say about that. Done. I'm sure there's more that will be said later on today. So let's get to these headlines, Kyle. Chipotle Mexican Grill is blaming sick employees for the two norovirus outbreaks that the chain restaurant experienced last year. Holy cow. Six sick employees, Kyle. We mentioned on Monday that the company was closing stores for a few hours uh, and a uh, national team meeting was going to take place and they were going to discuss proper health and safety protocol. Now, did you get your free burrito? I got my free burrito. Excellent. I hope everyone else did too. Burrito. Got it. Yeah, I did. Gonna go eat it. Kyle. Okay, I guess Chipotle revealed that tomatoes were the, quote, likely culprit behind the salmonella outbreak in Minnesota. However, representatives for the fast casual chain are still uncertain of which ingredient caused the E. coli outbreaks. Hmm. Oh, thanks a lot, guys. I guess I should stop getting my burritos with extra E. coli. Yes, that's one of the reasons. This is a quote. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we no longer dice tomatoes in our restaurants, the company said in a statement on Monday. Okay. So it's like pre-diced? Yeah, I don't like that. That's weird. Okay, we're going we're gonna to move on. All right. Chipotle, I think we've covered them enough. Mm. We're still eating their burritos. It doesn't matter. Kyle, come on. Do the hot dog sound. Okay, sure, Kenny. Like hot Kyle, dogs and hamburgers. Okay. Gosh, all of the sound bites to this today, <clears throat> this morning. CBS reported Monday that its live stream of Super Bowl 50 broke all prior streaming records for the big game. Now, the network has uh, has released numbers to back up that claim. According to an announcement, I guess Monday afternoon, 3.96 million unique viewers tuned in to watch the Broncos versus the Panthers across laptops, desktops, tablets, connected TV devices, and mobile phones. Couldn't they have just made it a an even 4 million? Fudge the numbers a little bit. 3.96. Come on, guys. It's really close. Mm-mm. Just get every oh, no. CBS employee no. to stream. In addition, CBS said that viewers consumed more than 402 million total minutes of coverage, watching for more than 101 minutes each on average. During the game, viewers consumed more than 315 million minutes of coverage with an average minute audience of 1.4 million. I don't know any of those numbers. Yeah, just a bunch of Whoa. numbers. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to move on to something. Kyle, somebody probably cares, but it's not us. News. Okay. Apple Music subscribers will finally be able to listen to the streaming music service on Sonos starting today. Woohoo! This morning, Sonos said the service, which had been conspicuously absent from the connected speaker company's offerings when it launched last year, went live at 9 a.m. Eastern today, which was only about an hour and a half ago. Y'all. In December, Sonos started offering an Apple Music integration to beta users. Sonos has offered Spotify, the leading digital subscription service, for several years. Huh. Great. You're right. 
it's not us. We don't care. Yeah, we don't mm-hmm. care, but mm-hmm. someone else does. Probably. And Amazon knows something that we don't? Uh, mm. Twitter pointed okay. out an update to the uh, Amazon Web Service Terms of Service with the introduction of Amazon's new Lumberyard Materials Engine or Game Engine. Have you looked at that, by the way? I did look at it. I watched the video yesterday when it they looks great. made this announcement. It looks pretty good. It looks very specific to not necessarily like current gen games. I don't. I don't see anything that they've mentioned that is about. Uh, graphics specifically it's all about integration with twitch and all about integration with aws which i i don't i don't know scalable scalable games maybe i i'm not sure how that works i'm not in the game industry so don't take don't take this for anything i mean it's all just right. yeah just ignore i'm gonna it. i'm gonna try to read this as as well and as fast as i can this is from the terms of service okay um chapter 57 article 10 I guess is how you say that. Acceptable use. Safety critical systems. Your use of the lumberyard materials must comply with the AWS acceptable use policy. The the lumberyard materials are not intended for life for sorry, for use with life critical or safety critical systems such as such as use in operation of medical equipment, automated transportation systems, auto, autonomous vehicles, aircraft or air control, air traffic control. I'm messing up already. Nuclear facilities, manned spacecraft or military use in connection with live combat. However, this restriction will not apply in the event of the occurrence, certified by the United States Centers for Disease Control or successor body, of a widespread viral infection transmitted via bites or contact with bodily fluids that causes human corpses to reanimate and seek to, con- and seek to consume living human flesh, blood, brain, or nerve tissue, and is likely to result in the fall of organized civilization. Amazon's going to bring about the zombie apocalypse. Basically, that's Just what they're saying. saying. They are ready. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they built the game engine to to weather the zombie outbreak. Do you think they did this on purpose? I mean, oh, this is this is somebody who's having a lot of fun right. in the office today right. or yeah. yesterday. Nice job, legal team. And finally, Kyle, I just want to cover this really quick. Okay. In a major milestone for Google's self-driving car efforts and the entire autonomous car industry, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration has said in a letter that the computer inside Google's self-driving car can be considered the, quote, driver of the vehicle. Unbelievable. This has potential to pave the way for Google's car, which has no steering wheel or pedals, to hit the streets in a broader capacity. But really, it's a win for every autonomous car maker i guess here in this country what i'm most curious about is how do they deal with this in terms of traffic accidents or when your car decides that the crowd of people to the left is more important than the one person that's right in front of your car crossing the road and they need to make an ethical decision about who to kill basically wow have you ever had to make that ethical decision kyle every single day (laughs) Can he On my way you? to work. <laughs> All the time. You never know. You never know. It 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 just is a good question, right? In- I like this news. Okay. So whatever you say. Uh, All right, fine. Fine. I do want my self-driving car, but I also am preparing for the Amazon-led zombie apocalypse because I've got my gas-guzzling recycled dinosaur car. So whatever. Deal with it. Kenny. And your computer's in your brain. My computer's in my brain. That's really loud. Thank you for covering today's headlines, Kenny. Yeah. That means that this episode of Morning Shows brought to you by Feed Press. Please, if you would, go over to feed.press. You launch your browser. You move your cursor over to that top bar. And Who then calls you, it a cursor? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Everyone calls it a cursor. What do you call it? The mouse. You can't. Okay. The thing on the screen is not the mouse. That's what I call it. The thing. Move the mouse over here. I move the mouse over there. What if it's not a mouse? <laughs> what if you're What if you're using a uh, a tablet or some sort of uh, magic tracky pad? Trademark. All right. I won't call it a mouse instead. But I'm not going to call it a cursor. Okay. Move your feed press over to the top URL bar. Click on the feed press and then type in feed press, feed dot press into that top bar. Either it's going to take you to Google or it's going to take you directly to the website. Either way, 
you're uh, maybe one step removed from trying it out for 14 days without any contracts or any commitments. And uh, when you do decide to buy, and what you're doing with this, by the way, is you're doing a podcast hosting or feed hosting, you know, because they can they can redirect things. You can change your metadata in a flash, just like we did. And um, add some files in there. Do some fun stuff, Kenny. You really, really should if you need this service. It's, it's highly specific, but required to do things like podcasting and uh, blogging. So please, please, if you would, Kenny, go over to feed.press slash transmission. Oh, no. Yep. Just it's the same one. You'll sign up and try for 14 days without any contracts or any commitments. Use the promo code transmission during checkout. You'll get 10% off your first year, a whole 10%. That's uh, better that's the best than, coupon we can give you. Yeah, I mean, really, it's probably... That's saving you more than a free burrito at that point. So you're better off today. Don't even try text messaging at all to Chipotle. Go sign up. Well, I think that deal is over, Kyle. Not, well, see, if you missed it, here's how to get a free burrito. Go to feed.press <laughs> slash transmission. You'll sign up and try it for 14 days without any contracts or any commitments. I'm going to keep repeating myself. And uh, <laughs> use the promo code transmission during checkout. You'll get 10% off your first year, which can basically pay for your burrito. So oh. Feed Press is paying for your burrito just by proxy. Uh, they do not endorse nor support that claim. Burrito buying. So come to me if you have problems with that. And that's about it. Thank you to Feed Press. For their support of this program. That means it is time for our facts of the day and our national day segment. Can I? Can I? Can I really, really quick before we get started here with with with, with our things of the day? Yeah, tell me. So I don't know if you saw what I posted on Twitter yesterday. I did. But Final Fantasy IX. I would have to start following you first. Wow. Final Fantasy IX is on iOS. I downloaded it onto my iPad. I don't think I got anything else done yesterday. Well, no wonder we don't have anything to talk about today, Kenny. Come on. Gosh. Come on. We have stuff to talk about. Yeah, because I put it in there. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is... Kyle, I, I, I've recaptured my childhood. Have you? Have you? Yeah. Where is it? Hold on. Finding it. Finding it. What are you, in first grade? No, I wasn't in first grade. <laughs> you had to, you had to think had to about that. I had to think about that. Hold like, on. Uh, wait, when, uh, when was uh, it? Let uh, uh, me was, think about when it was. I was 11. You were, I was okay. 11. In first grade? No. <laughs> You got held back, fool. Hey, kids. I don't know why I have a deeper voice in first grade than I do now. You like my mustache? <laughs> All right, so here. I drove my car here. So you're enjoying the game? You're enjoying the game? Oh, my gosh, Kyle. It, it's fantastic. Oh, my god. I had goodness. to delete everything off of my 16 gigabyte iPad to fit it, but <laughs> uh, it works. Okay, so you are pay- paying. Well, you're paying for sure. Yeah. But you are playing on an iPad. Correct. I am not on my phone. I don't have enough space on my phone. I also have a 16 gig iPhone. Forget I said anything. Okay. Deal. I can't keep everything in the cloud. I have to keep some stuff on the actual phone. I'm not. I guess. I guess when I get a new phone, geez, they really need to up these these storages, right? No. 16. It's been no, no, Kyle. They the did. lowest. The lowest mm. tier has been 16 gigabytes for what? Five for, for, years. 45 years. Yeah. 45 years. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a 100, you gave me for Christmas, you gave me a 128 gigabyte, gigabyte flash drive. That's about the size of my thumbnail. Have you replaced it yet? Have I replaced what? Your thumbnail. Yeah. Show me. It's now twice the capacity of my computer. I just have to jab my thumb into my computer. Right. Like into the, into the S key. Security. Correct. Ha. All right, move on. 
Here are some facts of the day, Kenny. Facts of the day. Your kitchen sink harbors 100,000 times more germs than your toilet bowl. That's why I wash my dishes in the toilet. I wash. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) It's why I poop in the sink. (laughs) (laughs) They must have have gone to your house to try and find this. Find this out. Gosh. (laughs) Right there. Right in the sink. My favorite is that harbors is spelled with a U. Do you? Well, do you turn on the, the garbage disposal when you start or do you do you wait? Uh, no, I do it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this. Holy what an, cow. What an awful picture we're painting for our listeners. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> not to say, that is not to say that I, I have not thought of that before, but. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Okay. You, you haven't thought to do that is what you were saying? Now, listen, this is, this is serious business. You're in an Ikea and. I am? Yes, right now. Put, your, uh, put yourself in an Ikea. What happened to my studio? You're in an Ikea. Hi, you can still hear me, <laughs> but you're in an Ikea. Kenny. Okay. Uh-huh. There are two floors, and really, it's more like a maze than anything else. And not I, the, I know. I've been not, to Ikea. Not the corn kind. I've been here before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> see what I did? But the only restroom in the entire Ikea is on the bottom floor right next to where you entered. Mm -hmm. So, which way do you go? Do you try and cut through all of the different Ikea places? I just Hulk smashed through all of their furniture. Mind you, this is a Sunday, so there's a boatload of people here. It's Wednesday, I thought. No, it's Sunday now. (laughs) Welcome to the future. The future of caca. (laughs) off the rails already. Yeah, we are. Hey, okay. So, next uh, <laughs> next fact, Kenny. In the Hundred Years' War, dead soldiers had their faces burned off with hot irons to prevent identification. Wow. Hundred Years' War. See, that's what we do with fingerprints now, I'm sure. Like we, criminals. I'm not saying that I off. do that. I'm just saying. We're, Kyle and I are not serial murderers. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, but that's of- one way I guess you can, you know, stop people from. They still have the face, though. I guess this is the best mm-hmm. option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hot irons. Yeah. Well, it was it was thirteen thirty seven to fourteen fifty three, which, by the way, not a hundred years. Just going to make that point now. Felt like a hundred years. Yeah, but I don't think they had fingerprint technology back then. Yeah, maybe. It just this just reminds me of. That scene from Home Alone when the iron falls on his face. Ah, yes. And I could still identify him after that, so I don't know if this worked or not. Oh, that wasn't a hot iron. That was just an iron. Um, Or was it hot? I didn't see it steaming. That I don't know. The sticky band. Uh, hey, chat room or listeners, please do us a favor. Find out if the iron that fell on Marv's face in Home Alone 1... Kyle found it. Never mind, guys. There you go. That's the tarantula. It is the tarantula. I'm sorry. You knew the scream. Nice job. Oh, I know. I know the the music builds up and it comes to the tarantula. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Never mind, guys. You can go and find out if it's a hot iron or not. <laughs> And Kyle, I'm going to read this last one, please. The town of Karacho, Karako, Karacho, yeah. in Kenya. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Garko. Uh, I can I can have Garko read that. Karacho. 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 Hi, I'm Karacho. Uh, I knew her in high school. Yes. Uh, the town of Karacho in Kenya has more frequent hail than anywhere else on Earth, falling on average a hundred thirty-two days of the year. Yikes. You cannot have a lawn in Kericho, no, Kenya. No, here it comes. Ow, 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 ow. Ah, that's, the hail. That's the hail. The hail. Ow, ow, hail. <laughs> the hail falling. The hail, 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 hail. I tried that already. I know. Mm-hmm. 
What's today's national day? Pretty Kyle? crazy. Today's happy national cream cheese brownie day. We totally missed pizza day. I know we missed pizza really, day. Really, really bummed. I know we missed pizza day. Now, I mentioned pizza pie day on our Monday show, but I totally, I did not put two and two together in realizing that it was pizza day. Instead, I thought it was a pie day, and then pizza was secondary to the pie. And some would probably feel that I don't, way. However, some, my, I mean you, my interpretation, well, no, I don't feel that way. Just my interpretation of it. And me reading at 7 a.m. was just bad, bad news. Mike mm. points out in the chat room, he says, every day is pizza day. And that is correct. Yes, it is. Well, tell me about cream cheese brownies. So who, Sounds kind of gross. Yeah. Who, Kenny, can release, release? Who can release the heavenly taste of fudge brownie <laughs> right into the sink? <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. Sans disposal. Its divine combination of sweet and tangy flavors will have you craving more in no time, Kenny. The brownie is America's favorite cookie bar. Cookie bar or bar cookie? Cookie bar. <laughs> I go <laughs> I go to the brownie when I when I need my fixer. Ugh. Hit me again, Sal. I need another cookie. <laughs> <laughs> what will it be this time? Chocolate chip. No, you've had you've had too many. You've had too many, Kenny. Although uh, desserts called it's like a hydrox on the rocks. <clears throat> it's called a hyd rocks. Come on, jeez, we're stupid. I might laugh, but I'll never <laughs> snicker, doodle. <laughs> that doesn't work. All the <laughs> it's like you said another word. <laughs> like here's my joke. Doodle. <laughs> <laughs> although, although desserts called brownies have been around since the 1800s, the cake-like confection we know and love today can only be traced back to 1906 when an earthquake caused the Boston School of Cooking to uh, accidentally drop the peanut butter and the chocolate no. and then the no. chocolate into the peanut butter. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened, Kenny. Oh. So today... Today, there are hundreds of different brownie recipes. Many incorporate interesting add-ins like peanut butter. See? Mm-hmm. The Boston peanut butter incident of 1906. Right. Walnuts, caramel, the city. Peppermint, banana. I don't know how I feel about that one. I love bananas, but bananas inside of a brownie? Give me a break. And, of course, today's National Day cream cheese. So celebrate. I don't, I don't get what the, what's a cream cheese brownie? That sounds terrible. They're white, and you put them in with, uh, with salmon Wait. on top of a bagel. I was gonna say, do you do you spread them on mm-hmm, your bagel? Mm-hmm. Now I put a recipe. There will be a recipe in the show notes today. Goodstuff.fm/slash/morningshow, and uh, you just find the latest. You can do slash latest, or you can do slash two seventy. Either one takes you to the one you're listening to right now. Or you can probably just slide over, up, down, turn around, whatever it is, in your podcast player. The links are right there. You can just click it. You click it. Now, let me see how much cream cheese is in here. It's a three-ounce package of softened cream cheese for what they're calling in this double fudge cream cheese brownie recipe, the filling. Right. I think I think what they're what this is is a... Uh, brownie on the bottom. You have the filling, which is the cream cheese part. Yeah, there's no image, so I can't. Uh, and then there's more brownie on top of that. So, so it really is a filling, uh, but it's cream cheese, and you're baking it. And we're gonna we're gonna search for some more images here to try and understand. So they're swirled a lot of times. It looks like. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong then. Okay, here we go. Copying. I really can't read recipes very well. I'm pasting it in the chat room. It's a lot of stuff, and usually it's in all caps, so it makes it very difficult to scan. But if you take a oh, look... Oh, this doesn't look bad. If you take a look, you may have had one of these before. Oh, so like, they they put brownie mixture in with the filling so that it does the swirl. Yes. And this one's got chocolate chips. Yes, so it's supposed to be kind okay, of... Okay, I can get behind this, I guess. Kind of tangy, kind of um, brown, oh, brownie-like. Tangy. 
So I think brownies with walnuts is my favorite. Mm. Like hands down, my favorite. I, like I, I, need to, to, I need to try this banana thing. That's for sure. Oh, gross. Mm. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, I thought you were going to scream. Nope. <clears throat> I was waiting for you to scream. Uh, I not, can't scream this early. Not my job. I'll get a complaint. At all. That means it's time to play a game, Kenny, of, now you say it, of, up, down. You have to play it. Down. Vote. Okay. Good enough, I guess. That's fine. Do you upvote or downvote that uh, cream cheese brownie? You want it? Got to have it. I'm going to downvote. I'm going to downvote because I'm I'm not seeing it in person. I'm not smelling it. I'm not enjoying the the bakery experience. It, it's all through the computer, which and right now it smells like me in here. If so you just so oh great. gosh, that's awful. Nobody yeah, wants I think, that. I think someone pooped in my sink. Ugh, do you, why do you have a sink in your studio? <laughs> Kyle, in a studio apartment. You have you have the sink, you got the bathroom, you got the kitchen, you got the bedroom, you've got does a studio, the waiting room, does you have the lobby, right, right, you right. have the loft, you have the uh, the three other bathrooms, you have the backyard, do you, you have, have the front yard. Do you have the room in? The foyer, or as real estate agents sometimes call the foyer, which they're stupid. I don't live in a studio apartment. Do you, do you do oh good. Do you have the room in? Uh, the room in here is great. Yes, it does smell like a cow, Kyle. Good job mm-hmm. calling back from last hey, week. What's this first thing? There's some follow up. That ex- that insanely expensive hoverboard is now five thousand dollars cheaper. Arca Space, the honest to goodness we, actual hoverboard, the uh, like spinny mattress. We covered this last. December? Yeah, when we were when we were just a wee a wee little show. Tiny, I don't really tiny, remember tiny when we show. covered this. Um, but it was twenty grand, and it flies for six minutes, right? Yeah, and the guy was in the desert, and it had this really um, emotive video to to go right. along with it. Right. So now, Kenny, like you mentioned, the price is just fourteen thousand nine hundred. Oh, great! It went down it's on sale. It's a launch price. Maybe. It went. Down went down. I already made that. Mm, just copying I, you. I'm going to downvote this. Okay, why? <laughs> because they dropped the price, but it still flies for only six minutes. Yeah. What if they double? Well, I mean, really, you're getting uh, what, like twenty five percent back for your flight time? Could you put that uh, back? You, I'll give you twenty thousand dollars if this will fly for twenty five percent longer. But, right, I'd pay. I'd pay the regular price, increase the time, stop cutting the price, and same time. Okay, downvote. I downvoted as well. All right, Kenny Ben Stiller just broke a Guinness World Record. Can you guess? Can you guess what it is? Well, I'm reading the notes, <clears throat> so I, don't, I, I can don't have enough guess. coffee in my face yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pa- pausing. Really, guys, it, that was pausing. We both, we both uh, okay. enjoyed the dead air. <clears throat> well, if they have, Kyle, a, if they have an app that re- removes all of that silence, they they won't even know. Oh well, then there's some people who don't have that app, Kyle. <laughs> then they get to enjoy this in its full splendor. Splendor. Ben Stiller broke the Guinness World Record for the, for longest, the longest selfie stick, which he used at the Zoolander 2 premiere. In London on Thursday to take a photo of himself and the film's cast. Now, am I supposed to guess how long the selfie stick is? You could, yeah. Go ahead. What the record is? Uh, I doubt that there was a record to begin with. Well, let me guess what the now current record is. All right. That's the fartiest drum roll ever. I'm going to guess 12 feet. Mm, Nope, longer. 20 feet. Longer. What? Longer. Uh, Jeez, 10 yards? 
Why did you move? Why did you change? <laughs> you changed units on me. Give me feet. Give me feet. 30. Give me five. Give me five. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Metallica, right? Yeah. <laughs> Give me Ben uh, Stiller's longest <laughs> selfie stick. <laughs> okay, 30 feet. Shorter. Oh. 28 feet. Bingo. Woo. Now, um. <laughs> <laughs> How are you cracking up about? Is there a picture? Can I look at the picture? It was much more dangerous than it looks in the picture. Yeah, but there is an accompanying video and everything for this. Um, there is a photo and a video over on a website that I probably haven't visited in 15,000 years. MSN. Oh, this is this is the uh, this is the website that you visit when you accidentally open Internet Explorer on a new Windows machine and it defaults to MSN.com. And you go, wait a second. Whoa, hold on. This is what they're giving me by default? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Here we go. Here's the uh, BBC Change News it right break. It's a, it's, a, it's a huge selfie stick. Thank you, BBC News break. Okay. Wonderful. Buffer. It's Buffer. Buffer. Okay. There's a lot of wind right. on the selfie stick. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Anytime you can break a, a world record, that's pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna upvote this one. Okay, I'm with you too. Um, I feel though like because Zoolander tried to incorporate a lot of pop culture uh, back into this second movie for Zoolander, it's not gonna hold up well over time. Like I understand there was a tiny cell phone in. The first Zoolander, probably in the iMac, yeah, and probably pointing to some sort of funny joke about the time that they were in. But a selfie stick, I, I don't know. I feel like they're already gone. Like nobody uses them anymore. Even at the concert yesterday, no selfie sticks. Right. Because I guess that I doesn't make sense. But you would think, <laughs> kind of. Poking up in the air. Mm, well, let's know. let's just hope Kyle that Zoolander two holds up for everything except its pop culture references. Unless that's all it's built off of, then oops, do it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it an upvote either way, though. Excellent. Nice work, Ben Stiller, Kenny at the Phoenix Open. I tweeted about this last week. I think the uh, PGA Golf Tournament held February seventh. Sorry, February 4th to the 7th in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, an independent golf testing facility for clubs, shafts, and ball testing based in San Diego brought a robot to tee off spot. What? To the tee off spot and promptly hit a hole in one. I apologize. Yeah, the text is really small. How do I make this bigger? <laughs> That's what she said. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I watched this video. It was awesome. It's a giant robot. It's the large. It's like the largest golf player ever. Uh, just you know, fatty robot with a face. He swings his club. It, 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 the robot's face makes it look like I'm not even trying. Right. And it hits a hole in one. That's right. the best part. Yep. Best part is like this robot just does not care. It's built specifically to do this. Now. Here's my question before we even up or down it. Yeah. Um, why is there a robot that is built to hit these things? Like, shouldn't it be the opposite? Shouldn't there be a robot to make it easier for the golf player to hit it or go retrieve the ball after you hit it so that you don't have to just have a bucket of balls with you? Well, no, no, no. This, this is from a, a company that does uh, testing for clubs. And the, the shafts mm. and the balls. Oh, right, right, right. They have to replicate uh, oh, golfer swing. Golf. All right, Kyle. I'm upvoting. Okay. This, is, this I, was cool. I will upvote it as well. Hit more hole-in-ones. I love the people. Holes-in-one. Uh, yes, I love the people who were excited about it. Yeah. You know? Cool. It was live, too. They did this. It's not like they showed a video of them doing it. It at their testing facility. They did this on the course. 
That's the best part. It's such real-world application. Application. <clears throat> I'm breathing. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Kenny, uh, Architectural Digest reports that a new skyscraper is about to beat the Burj Khalifa. We'll go with that. As the uh -huh. world's tallest building, the Sky Mile Tower is set to rise in Tokyo by 2045. So we're talking about it a little early right now. But the majestic yeah. skyscraper is set to be 5,577 feet tall. And uh, we'll play host to a staggering 55,000 people. Kyle, that's like double the population of our hometown. No, no way. It's less. What are you considering our hometown? That's a good question. Mars. Mars. Yes, Kyle. Mars. We were. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually 55,000 times gave away the amount of. Location. No. This is our Martian voice. <laughs> actually, that's our Alpha 5 voice. Oh. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, Zordon. Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> Okay, fine. Uh, That's a lot of people. I'm upvoting this one. Okay. Good. Actually, you know what? Wait, hold on. I'm upvoting it for the amount of people, but I'm downvoting for the fact that this is this is preemptive by 29 years. <laughs> but it's also let, let me just say we 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 moved from uh, golfing to the tallest skyscrapers. I don't feel like this is big enough. So 5, even becoming 000. the world's large, I don't God, care. That's a mile. I don't care. When you when you extend the like uh, long nanotubule thing up into space, and then you start building off of that, and you've got an ace whatever an asynchronous orbit of a, a device in space, and you connect the Earth with that thing with a cable like a tether, buildings are going to be insanely huge. They're going to be Jetsons style. But that's what right? I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right, so you don't want you don't want people to keep trying to up each other with the tallest building in the world. No, you just want everyone to be the tallest down. building. It's just gonna fall. Oh, I don't right, need geez. that. Kind of dark. Now, it's gonna be in Tokyo. So really, I mean, if there was a an earthquake in Tokyo, <sighs> that's true. Fifty five thousand people gonna be like, well. I'm on the nine hundred and fifty eighth floor. What do I do now, <laughs> Kyle? 958th floor would mean that they're like 10,000 feet in the air. <laughs> Whatever doesn't. <laughs> Hold on. I don't think you know how floors work. Yes, I do. <clears throat> I'm going to make a terrible joke, but I'm going to avoid it. All right. Let's Kenny, not. <laughs> so uh, up uh, half, hefty, hefty vote. This this is something I would upvote and then downvote at the same time. Yes. Okay. It would remain neutral. Neut neutral vote. Neutral vote. Which is, I believe... No, I see. Tarzan, NutriVote. <laughs> hey, uh, the U.S. military, Kenny, is looking for ways to insert microscopic devices into human brains to help folks communicate with machines like prosthetic limbs with their minds. I think this was the this was the whole thing behind Terminator, right? Uh, yes, and now DARPA, thankfully, uh, is saying that scientists have found a way to do that without ripping open patients skulls wow that's really violent the way that they had to put that let me rip open your skull i need to put I mean, something inside so you can use your prosthetic limb <laughs> you were losing it there at the i'm end. darpa <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's dumb <laughs> stupid but you're right um, it's a little little visceral i'm sorry this uh, this sounds good for people what? i guess with prosthetic limbs mm -hmm. that are mechanical and require a computer or some sort of you know sounds good device yeah but why why the but military? the implications of this and the fact that it's the u.s military that's the scary stuff that i don't know about completely agreed uh this it's, it's kind of terrifying the implications of this so i'm gonna downvote okay Sorry, guys me too so, Sorry, sorry, but, but it, I don't I don't want you to have a computer chip in your brain that controls your prosthetic limbs that actually turns into the the robot taking over your body. Now, what if what if I told you that it was simply a DARPA funded story and actually the researchers are from University of Melbourne? Uh, if this was just if this is DARPA propaganda, 
Darpaganda. Darpaganda. Um, then I will s- sincerely downvote. All right. Hashtag Darpaganda. Um, I, I doubt it. I doubt it is because they were published in the Journal of Nature Biotechnology. So I don't know. Havesies. Uh, an, another Nutrisystem vote. Nutrisystem. Um, <clears throat> and last one here. This is thank you, Glenn Tickle. We need to have a soundbite yeah, for that. Yeah, we do. We really need a soundbite for that. The Illumibowl is a toilet nightlight with a range of colors to light up nighttime bathroom trips. So this is just this goes this is right ground lights for your toilet. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is a ground light kit for your toilet. Yes, uh, it would be. What would, what would that be? Uh, kind of like a crotch rocket, but the opposite. A crotch bucket. Ah! <laughs> okay. Um, th- uh, this is a voting. I don't even need. You don't even need to like get into details. <laughs> the uh, wow. the device attaches to the side of the bowl. The uh, bowl has eight possible colors, or it can be set to uh, one solid color. I would love it to flash. If you know what I mean. Oh god. <laughs> Like like a rainbow spectrum, like to induce labor, basically. <laughs> well, if I'm on the toilet, yeah, I, or sink, I guess we we covered that. Cool, caca. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, well, what, whatever, 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 uh, whatever. <clears throat> where is this one? Here, here we go, Kenny. It's time to play a game. What? Today's game should be a whole lot of fun. I'm going to play a game called Name That Taste. And, uh... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) How this works, Kenny, is, uh... going to play a sound for you, so I'll have to bring down this music, but uh, play the sound and I'm going to ask you what taste would you associate with these sounds? Each one. <laughs> what taste? What taste? So, so what you're is, saying what like, is the sound, what is the sound sweet taste or like? salt? Yeah, or because spicy. I mean, this show obviously uh, tastes like a uh, cream cheese brownie that's oh, just, just warm right out of the oven. My, right into the disposal. My voice is like hot chocolate on velvet. Good night. On velvet. On, yes. And then <laughs> somebody spilled their hot chocolate on their velvet. And then you 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 lick the hot chocolate off of the velvet. All right, Kyle. Okay, let me just listen. That's let me listen voice. to these so, tastes uh, <clears throat> and try to guess which one is which. But the thing is, now the whole reason why this happened is it's based on uh, Oxford University. They said what you hear when you eat. Okay. Can affect your sense of taste. All right. So this is this is all. I'll, I'll the, try to. So all in the I'll name of this. science. Obviously, so I'll listen to this. I'll 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 feel it'll be a a reaction that I'm actually tasting, and then I'll be able to guess. All right, perfect. So here is it. Is it multiple choice? <clears throat> yes, it is multiple choice. So I will. Let me try it without multiple choice. Okay, then. perfect. I'm going to play the. Uh, it, it looks like they're yeah they, they've got uh, four choices here. But they range between like uh, sweet, salty, sour, bitter, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Okay. okay. Got it. Number I'll try it. Number one. Here we go. What does that taste like? Hold on a second. <clears throat> I thought I was going to listen to someone tasting food. No, no. <laughs> Tell me what the music <laughs> tastes like. The music tastes like, um, uh, I guess that one would be sweet. That is correct. Yes. Right? Because you're like, hmm, it makes you smile. And when you when you eat something sweet, mm. you smile. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I hope you guys listening felt that. And not like me, we're expecting someone to go as sweet. Yum, 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 <laughs> yum, yum. Uh, no, it says, uh, just as sweetness is pleasant to the tongue, scientists have shown that it is pleasant to the ear. 
All right. So, so I'm going to close my eyes for this. That's next what those one, chimes then. were for. Kenny, here's number two. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes. You taste it. Now I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Okay, is this before or after I eat this? <laughs> <laughs> no. So this, uh, which food or which of these foods would match that sound? So I'm going to name. Okay, some yeah, foods. yeah. Give me, give me some answers because that one was wow. Yeah. Okay. So ice cream. Okay. Arugula. Potato chips. Grapefruit. Okay. My first, honestly, my first gut instinct reaction to that was crunchy. So I'm going to go with potato chips. That is correct. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, it's, uh, they say that's the sound of salt, the thing that makes up potato chips perfect and glorious in every way. It actually, it it's what it, what it reminded me of or what it made me react to was eating potato chips while also drinking champagne. I don't know why. <sighs> that's weird. I guess soda, but champagne just felt... It's way more bubbly. Like like morning is perfect. Perfect for the morning. Hey, here's <laughs> number right. three. All right. Which flavor? Would you associate with that sound? Umami, salt, sweet, or sour? Sour. Really? That is correct, yes. It, you know what it was? It was it, the way my face was reacting to the, the dissonance. The, oh. And then I, I was like, what does my face do when I eat something? Oh, it's sour. Ah, okay. Like, like, a, like a pout frown. Where, yeah, well, I'm about to copy this image address and put it. A frown. Frowning. Put it into the chat room for you okay. to see, and that's exactly the face. That's the face I that's was the making. Face you were making for sure, and maybe without the tongue. Well, guys, you know, like sticking out his tongue. You can uh, also. He's got weird, like gelled bangs. Yeah, frosted tips, bro. <laughs> What's going on? Gosh, mm-hmm. that's not frosted tips. Whatever. In fact, he's got he's got like darkened tips. Number four. All right, is that a fresh fruit cup, a box of Twinkies, a juicy steak, or some eggs? You know what? When I was listening to that, it it reminded the sound of it reminded me as as if I were sitting in a a hot mud bath. Ooh, is that weird? No. But the only one of those things that's hot is the steak, so I'm gonna go with steak. Unbelievable. You're right. That crackling little ditty is the sound of umami, which is uh, found in steak, I guess. Inside the steak. It's inside the computer. All right. And last one, Kenny, number five. That's the brown note. All right, if you were going to uh, order a drink that matched that sound, which would it be? Uh A mojito, a frothy dark beer, a festive glass of cherry liqueur, Liqueur. or a uh, spiced up Bloody Mary. No, that's totally the the beer. Five for five, buddy. Nice work. Very good. Very, very good. Now I want to have all of those things all at the same time. Potato chips, the beer, and what the, the sour steak, mm-hmm. and then finish it off with some sweet <laughs> cream cheese brownie. <laughs> what uh what sound would that make? Uh the sound of my disposal. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody 
All right, put all these under the fast, fast, fast news from space. Kenny, uh, NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, or JPL, released a new 360-degree video giving you a virtual tour of the Martian surface. Woo! The video was created by stitching together images taken from the Mars Curiosity rover on December 18th, 2015. You guys should go check this out. It's in the show notes. Please click on the link. It's and, uh, uh, over on TechCrunch, so go do that. It's from the Nam- Namib Dune, and it shows uh, Mount Sharp. Mount Sharp. Mount Sharp. Mount Blanc. Mount Sharp. And, uh, right. of course, hundreds of galaxies are hidden behind the Milky Way. Did you know that? Um, when I moved the Milky Way yes, on to the, the shelf, to the back, yeah. I found more Milky Way. Uh, more bars. More cookie bars. That's Scientists right. used an Australian radio telescope famous for assisting with the moon landings, reportedly, to peer through the gas and dust of the Milky Way to uncover 883 new galaxies hidden behind it. One third now, the fact that we haven't found these before no. and we found them with radio waves, yep. I don't like well, that. Well, no, it's not radio waves that did it. It's because they did it from the other side of the Earth, and now they're looking the opposite way. Hey, we found some oh, more stuff. Geez. Get it? Ha-ha. <laughs> Hannibal creator Brian Fuller has just been entrusted with the sacred post of the Star Trek new television series for CBS. Right, he's going to show run it. Yep. I'm going to run the show, fool. I haven't watched Hannibal. I've heard really good things before it was canceled. Yeah, I didn't. And that I, it was canceled kind of unjustly. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But whatever, uh, it's fine. Nobody cares. Hey. Obviously. As long as somebody as long as long somebody with some clout is taking care of Star Trek, I'm good with that. Well, the thing is, uh, Fuller got his start, his writing career start with Star Trek Voyager and DS9. Okay, so he, he he's on the know. He, he, he's... He's obviously a part of the the best Star Trek series, so uh, let's just let's have, him, wow. let's have him work on this one. Throwing stones. I'm I'm passing stones more than oh. more than likely. Oh come on. Yep. 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 Alrighty, Kenny. That means you can find us on Twitter. Morning Show AM on Twitter. You can also find all the notes and uh, links to everything we talked about, and you can take a deeper dive, a deeper look at the news from space segment that I blasted through. In the last two minutes, uh, over at goodstuff.fm. We've also got a whole bunch of other great shows over there. Uh, go check, them, check out. them out for sure. Chris has been uh, posting a daily ish, daily. So I, I feel like maybe we should drop the ish and not into the sink. Hmm. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. This is just the fecal episode. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the morning dump. No. You can uh, also find Kenny on Twitter. He's Pizza Robotics. I'm Kyle Roderick. I'm about to blast myself out of here. Head off to the office. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash morning show and give whatever you like. Uh, you get access to the full unedited broadcast. It's an RSS feed that uh, it'll just send you once you sign up there and, and give us, I think, anything more than a cent, a single penny every month. So, if you want to do that, you can do that. Sign up. Get it now, today. Go check out Press and um, sign up to get a free burrito. Is that it? I feel like we covered pretty much everything. We'll be back yeah. on Friday uh, for a food Friday. Oh, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I know. Okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. <sighs> I want food Friday in my life All right. right now. We got it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here on Friday. Say goodbye, Kenny. Goodbye, Kenny. Bye. All right. I said it. Wow.